Hi, it's Joel Pilger, and you're listening to episode 87 of the Rev Thinking Podcast. It's not just about posting, it's about networking with your community. And the more relationships you build, the more opportunities you will have access to. Welcome to Rev Thinking, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs who know the best way to deal with the future is to create it. This is the conversation between creative leaders and consultants, discussing what it really takes to run a thriving creative business. Hey, Joel here at RevThink, where we exist to help creative entrepreneurs like you thrive in business and life and career. Today on the RevThinking podcast is my friend Dot Lung. We're talking about making social media dragons. I met Dot in New York at the ProMax conference where there were we were doing the pop-up F5, and then she later invited me and the team at Digital Design Days uh, to have me come speak in Geneva. And we interacted there, and I got to see Dot in action on stage teaching her formula for social media. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to have Dot come on the podcast and apply those principles to creative firms? So if you're an owner who's running a studio or a production company, or something similar, this will be hopefully a helpful exercise in what do I do about social media and what does it look like for my creative firm to take advantage of it. So I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Dot where her tagline says, hatching new eggs and startups, nurturing and growing them using my methodology into fully fledged digital dragons with strong online identities and communities. All right, I hope you enjoy this discussion between me and Dot Lung. I didn't even ask where you are because I know you're such a, a globetrotter, but are you hunkered down in Israel for the next so, few oh months? So, oh my gosh. Yeah, it is freaking crazy because literally yesterday I was supposed to go to Barcelona and I was like, you know what? With I was like checking the news. And I'm like, okay, they just announced like six people dying in the U.S., like they're, the government's going to take more action. And then today, like literally a couple hours ago, they just released that if you are coming in from any country that has like coronavirus infection, like you will be quarantined for 14 days. And Spain oh, was wow. obviously on that list. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm really lucky. I, you know, <laughs> didn't travel. Um, but I, I personally, you're right. Like I can't, I don't know how long it's going to be, but only Israeli citizens are allowed to come back into the country without being, well, I think they even have to be quarantined as well. Um, but there's right. just like the border, the border is completely closed. Wow. Well, good thing you didn't hop on that plane. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But you know, the, the irony is that this year, like a couple of weeks ago, I went to apply for my uh, residency visa to live in Israel. Mm -hmm. And it's supposedly like rumor has it, it takes 10 months to like from the process of applying to like the interview and all of this madness. So I was supposed to like not plan on traveling for like 10 months anyways. So I'm just like, okay, well I can't travel because of coronavirus, not because of my visa. Cause in the end they gave me a multiple entry visa. So I could, I am able to come in and out while I'm waiting for uh, my official, my official visa. But anyways, yeah, that's the life. That's the life I'm living right now. <laughs> that's the life. <laughs> well, you've been traveling <laughs> nonstop, right? For, for years because you and I met yeah. in 
Where did we first meet? In Geneva or or was it Milan? I can't even, even I, remember now. We met our first time in Geneva with Christo because he introduced no, us. No, yeah. we met in New York at Promax because you were there for the oh, F5 yes. pop-up. You remember? Yes, that yes. is. And you were like, wait, right. you, you help you help creative uh, you know owners of creative firms run their business that's really cool <laughs> but i forgot about that yeah and you guys had already been working and collaborating with like motionographer and f5 like way long before i did cuz you're you're actually in the business and i mean in the motion industry and i started working with motionographer on one of their campaigns like maybe in i forget 2015 um, when, whenever they, they put motionographer onto Patreon. So, and so that's how I heard about you guys through F5. Oh, that's fun. Well, that's fun to remember. And then you were so kind. You invited me to speak at digital design days in Geneva. And that's where we got to hang out and meet a bunch of the other speakers. And then, and then that's when we went to show. <laughs> yes, that is exactly how it happened. Like, basically, we met in New York, and then somehow we ended up skiing in Chamonix. Like, duh. That's right. So that's... I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to tell the, uh, the dirty martini story, because that's, that's, a, that's a private inside joke. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's for the clothes group. You have that's to right. pay for that's that right. material. Well, here's what I was thinking for this conversation today. I would love to do, let's call it a bit of role playing. So I was thinking, I'm going to pretend like I run a studio. Okay. So maybe it's a production company or maybe it's a small creative agency or something. And I now have an opportunity to sit with the dot long, right? The mother of social media <laughs> dragons. That's right. <laughs> and, and pick her brain, right? And here's the thing. I run a creative firm, but I'm really like a creative director. So I'm not so much of a businessman. I'm more like a guy who's a creative director and I have four or five creatives. Maybe they're artists on my team and we're doing a bunch of projects for clients. And I'm like, ah, social media, what a pain in the ass. I know I should be doing more of it. My team should be doing more of it. But uh, I don't know. I'm struggling because sometimes I think it's worth all the effort. Sometimes I think, what a big pain. Why bother? I, we just have a bunch of repeat business anyways, so what does it matter? So now if I'm, if I'm that owner and I'm saying, Dot, help me out. What, where should I even start? Like, does this, Is this something that I should finally figure out and apply a bunch of principles? And what's, why is this something I should take advantage of? Where would you start? Well, I would love to start out with learning more about what your objectives are on social media and how you've been using it currently and and where you actually want it to take you. Because uh, from my personal experience, you can literally use social media to grow your business and, you know, really create an amazing brand for yourself so that uh, people will automatically just think of you when they need your services. Mm, okay. All right. Well, that's a good question. So let me think here. I guess I would say this, that we currently have been using social media, maybe, I guess, in two different ways. One is we're just, as a team of people, we're socially active. 
So we're out there, we see cool things and we comment on it and we like it. And sometimes we like to share cool stuff that we find, you whatever. But that doesn't really move our business forward. That's just us being out there in the world. And then I would say, of course, we have a website. And of course, my creative studio has some social media presence. So occasionally we post on Instagram, like a recent project, or we post some visuals on Facebook. Um, but that's about it. Think of it like it's almost just an extension of our portfolio. Like we say, hey, we just did this cool project and then we post it. Or we might do a new mm -hmm. demo reel once a year and we'll post something like, check out our new reel. And we post that on social media. But that's, mm -hmm. a, that's about all we've been doing. So when I think of my okay. goal, I would say my goal is I want, I want my studio to be thought of as awesome. I want to be well-known so that when the coolest brands or the coolest agencies or the coolest entertainment companies out there think about wanting to do a project that's like a fit for us, I want them to think of us and reach out to us. Social media is actually the exact place where you can show up consistently and show off all of the amazing work that your studio is doing, but it needs to be done consistently with a strategy and measured. It needs to be measured. Mm. So that's how you can actually, you know, grow your business and build your brand and sell your services to the exact uh, people that you want to be doing work for. Well, let me interrupt you there because I think you said something interesting. Because you said consistency is key, and we suck at consistency. So I'm going to just admit that right like. off the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you also said with a strategy, and I'll just be honest, I think my studio sucks at strategy because we just don't have one other than let's show off some work now and then. And then in terms of right. measured, I mean, I guess we see we have more followers on Instagram once in a while, but beyond that, we're not measuring really anything seriously. So those three, I would just say those three areas that you named kind of sound like the areas that we're blowing it. So where, where would, where would you start to recommend we, we go if we want to be better in those areas? Well, the first place to look at is actually what are, well, who is your target audience? Like who are the people that you want to be working with and thinking about how you can create content for them. Um, when you're beginning to think about, you know, how to build your content strategy for your agency or your creative firm, you really only need to think about three types of content, okay? And these are, this is like the content that you need to, number one, grow your, grow your following, so grow your community. Um, you're going to need content to actually build your brand. And then the third piece of a content is content to sell, okay? So what type of content can help you grow? What type of content can help you build your brand? And then what type of content will you use to make conversions? Conversions meaning driving people to your mailing list, um, getting people to sign up for, uh, you know, an event of yours or something that will in take take people out of social media and into, you know, a mailing list or into a conversation, right? So most, I mean, 
most agencies, what they do is they have a bunch of content and like you said, just randomly post here and there and, and, and then they post and then they don't do anything about it. That's not actually how you're supposed to use social media. If you want to actually use social media and have it work for you, um, it doesn't, it actually doesn't end at just making a post. You actually have to, you know, get in there and engage with your audience and figure out, you know, what is the dialogue um, that you want to be having with your target audience. So these might be um, what CMOs, I would assume, like that are hiring you, big movie studios and, and whoever it is that you want to hire you, you need to figure out where they're hanging out. Okay. So okay. M- most people are like, oh, should I be on Instagram, be hands, like dribble? Well, if you want to use social media for business, you need to be, you need to use a social media platform that most of your clients are hanging out on. So who are the people that are hanging out on Dribble and Behance? Probably other designers or Instagram, mostly creative people. <laughs> the people right. that are going to be hiring you, they're probably more on LinkedIn, right? Um, yeah. So before, like the, the fact is, all creatives and myself, like we all love Instagram because it's such a visual platform. So as a creative firm, it's really important to have an Instagram because it could be your portfolio, uh, an extension of your portfolio, like you said, Um, but it needs to be used very thoughtfully. So beginning with, you know, what type of content you're going to be posting on there and, and how you're actually going to be attracting the right people to it. Yeah, because I love the point you said, which is, I guess I've, I'm, I'm going to say, is not a common thought or a common idea. Most people like me, I think I post some cool work and that's the end. I've done my job on social media. If people see it and they like it, then I guess I've created some awareness. And maybe someday my phone will ring and somebody will say, hey, I saw your cool project on Instagram. I'd like to talk to you about a project. But you're saying, no, that's actually not how it works, that to really use social media effectively, there's this, what you called content to sell. Like there's building your brand, but there's content to sell, which leads to some sort of conversion, like mm-hmm. engagement, come to our, our event or download this cool thing or come listen to us <laughs> on a podcast like like we're doing now. Um, it, 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 but that also sounds like, okay, but how do I do that? That sounds like a lot of work. Is that, mm-hmm. is that something that I can turn into like a basic system and a routine and then have somebody on my team spend an hour or two on that each week? Is it, can it be that simple? Absolutely. It's not about simplicity. It's just about having a strategy in place that you, it's like going to the gym. Okay. When you have like a trainer, he gives you, you know, hey, you have to do this many push-ups and, you know, this many sit-ups. And social media is exactly the same thing. So you'll have an editorial weekly calendar. Um, you'll have three, for example, three types of content per week. One type of content to grow your brand, one type to build your brand, and one type to sell. So mm. that's like, that's a very simple thing that you can do weekly on your feed And the idea with the content, like on your Instagram feed, is that it needs to be thought-provoking and eye-catching enough so that people will 
share it. They'll comment on it um, and they'll engage with it in some way. Once they do that, it's your job to like get in on direct message and ask them how they're doing and how you can help them and what they're all about. And, you know, just open up that conversation and that dialogue. So in other words, it's not as simple as, oh, people can see here's the URL to our website. So if they want to talk to us, they can reach out to us on our website. Like, no, you should be actually engaging with people via whatever direct message. So if I'm, let's just use Instagram for an example, that if somebody comments that I can actually direct message them and say, hey, thanks for the feedback. It's great to meet you or that kind of a thing. It's literally cultivating relationships. And that's what Instagram and any of these social media networks is for. It's for networking. So it's not just about posting. It's about networking with your community and and really building these relationships. So social media allows you to build relationships. And the more relationships you build, the more opportunities you will have access to. And that's how it works, right? Do you agree? Or? Wow. Well, no, I totally agree. And I think I think it's hopefully, I mean, for me, it's a bit of a wake-up call, right? Because as that busy studio owner, I'm having this little light bulb moment called, oh, sure, you're right. Of course, why would I just wait for people to reach out to me through, I don't know, email or a phone call, which is really kind of a lot of work. Like they've already commented on my post on LinkedIn. So why wouldn't I just invite them to connect or message them right there and start a little conversation and start sharing maybe my expertise or finding some other way to engage with them because they're already there. They're already active. They don't have to take this extra step called pick up a phone and call me, which let's, let's be honest, nobody does that anymore. What's a phone number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to be honest. Like I've, I've, I have never had a phone number for the last eight years of my business. Clients contact me via WhatsApp. They contact me via LinkedIn Messenger, Facebook Messenger. And that's how we set up video calls. And I haven't had a phone number in eight years. So people can't actually call me if they want to work with me, which is fantastic. Um, because that's the kind of, <laughs> I love it. Right. You, uh, you, pra- you practice what you preach, right? <laughs> so, I mean, literally social media is like the modern day word of mouth. So the best kind of clients you can get are referrals and, and people that refer you by word of mouth. And that is social media. And that's why it works so amazingly well, especially if you're active on it. So if you want to get more leads and you want to grow your business, you can literally be try a little bit harder to be more active in doing your outreach with people that are already engaging with you because those people have their own network and they can refer you to people in their network. And that's, you know, the network effect. Yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right now, there's so there's so much opportunity for what I would call free marketing, free sales, uh, yeah. like the, the way that you can generate engagement, right, on something like LinkedIn, especially, is crazy. And I, I can't help but think that someday soon, LinkedIn, just one example, well, is going to mm-hmm. wake up and say, we're not going to keep letting you post 
for free and send a message out to thousands of followers who then, if they like it, mm-hmm. it goes out to their thousands of followers. So mm-hmm. now is the time to take advantage of it because we know it's going to evolve and shift, but at least learn it and master it. Um, Absolutely. And this, of course, is what you, is what you do every day in, t- in terms of trying to teach people. And I love that you're starting to really teach principles, not just, oh, here's some cool tactics or here's some tips. But you're you're starting to really go out and speak and share with people like here are the principles of how to build an audience and your whole dragon formula that I saw you speak on in Milan. It's it's very cool just to see you furthering those big ideas. I thank you so much. I've been doing this for eight years and it took me eight years to formulate the formula because I have grown so many Instagram accounts and I've worked on so many brands globally, all around the world, in multiple different countries, hundreds and thousands of dollars spent on paid media campaigns with some of the biggest brands. And I I know how exactly how it works. And it doesn't matter if you're a big brand or a small brand, the principles are exactly the same. And if you learn, you know, why you need to uh, use these six elements that I teach about, you'll understand the whole backbone and and understand what is engaging content and how do you actually attract the type of audience that you want? So I would love to, if, you, if you're open to it, could you just read off the dragon acronym that I saw you speak on in, uh, in Geneva and Milan? Yes. And, then, and then we can maybe go back and unpack one or two of those specifically. But what, what do those letters stand for? Let's just share those. Sure. So the dragon formula are six elements that, you should consider and implement into any type of content strategy. So it doesn't matter if it's social media or your blog, anything that goes online and you want to communicate to people online must have these six elements. So the first element is D for dialogue, uh, R for relatability, A for authenticity, G is for giving value. That's one of the most important elements. O is for sharing your opinion, okay? And then N is for niching down or becoming niche notorious. I'm literally teaching people how to become niche notorious because you only need to be successful or be known within your niche and have a very successful business. I have a a seventh element that I haven't shared with anyone because it's the S for the secret element, (laughs) in um in the dragon's apostrophe s formula which is um, so you're sharing this on the on the ref thinking podcast you're unveiling the new seventh exactly the, secret. So the seventh the secret okay go the for it seventh the seventh element is actually scaling your sales so s is for scaling your sales and if you you actually can't do any sales you cannot do any sales until you master the first six elements. Then you can go to the seventh element. And that is just how social media works because you must give, 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 give value. And then you can ask, right? And that's Gary Vaynerchuk's um, strategy in jab, 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 right hook. It's a law of reciprocity. And if you are following the dragon's formula, the first six elements, you will be able to scale your sales in, in the seventh part where I actually uh, now have the exact template for Instagram and Instagram posts on how you how to actually sell. 
uh, on Instagram. I haven't shared this because I literally just created it for the course that is uh, launching March 11th, but I made $50,000, like no joke, on one single Instagram post using this formula. So it's a very so, powerful. So let's recap. It really it. works. Yeah. yeah. Let's, no, it's it's really interesting because um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna walk through it here again. So dialogue, relatability, authenticity, giving value, sharing opinion. That's the O, and then niching down or niching notorious, and then finally scaling your sales. Now let's let, let's do this because I know some people when they hear the word sales, like a buzzer goes off and they freak out because. A lot of times that a creative firm, they they view themselves as, well, we're creatives and we create amazing art and design and we're not about hard sales. We're not about retail. Absol- we don't sell. Absolutely not. You know, we don't sell absolutely widgets, not. right? I'm not either. So help I'm me, totally. Help me, help me understand. The one thing that I completely relate to, like I'm a creative person too, and I I, I'm disgusted by sleazy sales dudes, right? And so that's why like social media works for me because I hate the sales part, right? And if you if you do the first six elements of the formula, the sales comes on its own and you barely have to ask for it mm. because you've delivered so much value up front. Um, you've already established you know who you are, who your brand is. You've already grown the trust. You had the dialogue. You had... Um, they're already, they're already buying into you so that so much that, you know, anytime that they need, you know, motion graphic design services, you're at top of mind. So what does it look like? Cause I think this is interesting. This whole creating content to sell, to creating some sort of a conversion, which I know is so, like, uh, okay, I'm going to give you the speak, secret. But- okay. I'm going to give you the secret. I mean, the secret doesn't work unless you master the six other elements, which, you know, all I can go into an hour on each of these elements and how to do it. Um, But right now I'm literally just going to dive right into the S for sales since we're talking about how to sell and how to actually set up your Instagram so that um, so that when people land on your Instagram, it's a sales page. Right. So. Here is like literally an amazing tip um, that you can use for your Instagram story highlights. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. So as you know, like Instagram enables you to pin your highlights. So it actually saves forever and not just for 24 hours. Right. So my suggestion is on how the story highlights work on Instagram, it's almost just like when you go to a website and there's like different tabs and different tabs and sections of a website. And that's kind of like how these Instagram stories landing is. And so what I recommend is you creating a 15 second story with six types of content. Okay. So the first story, the first 15 second story you're going to create is actually providing what you do. Okay. So like, what is the solution that you provide your client? What, you know, what type of um, creative services do you offer? Okay. So you need to be able to give all of that information in 15 seconds or less. The second story is about who, okay, is who are you targeting? So what type of um, companies do you uh, do creative services for? Is it 
um, in the movie business, specific type of film, the more niche down, the more specific and niche when you're doing the story, the better. And then the third story is, is the why, like, why do people need this service? Like, why is it important that they choose you? Okay. Sure. This is like your mission and your purpose and that kind of thing. Yes. The why exactly. And then the fourth is the how, what are the results like testimonials of other people that work from, working from you? Maybe you have some quotes, maybe you have video of your clients. This is the how. Okay. So all of this needs to be under 15 seconds. Uh, people don't have time, right? <laughs> people have zero time. And then the fifth story is your unique selling point. Okay. Your mm. USP. So what makes your agency unique? And if you want, you can have another story about your agency's history and uh, how it was born, right? But that's like redundant. The most important are like the first four parts, the what, the who, the why, and the how. And you make that into 15 second stories so that when somebody lands on your page, they literally just watch 15 second clips, a whole video, 15 times four, like a one minute video on who you are, what solution you provide, you know, what's the result, and then why should they work with you? And it's like, Easy peasy. So that's how you can use Instagram story highlights. And, you know, you guys are so creative. You guys are all motion graphic designers and you make stuff look so beautiful and you can make amazing 15 second story content to sell your services automated with Instagram stories. Well, I will say I love the thought that you're sharing there because you're right, right? All of the, all the people listening here are creators on some level and they have so much ability to take their unique message, their positioning and push it out in their unique way. And if it's a live action production company, I mean, get creative, figure out a way to create amazing live action content that tells these 15 second stories, but it could be motion design. It could be sound design, right? Whatever. But yeah. Mm -hmm, And then that's funny because now I'm, I now I'm thinking, okay, so my Instagram almost becomes like a mini website version of my website that is just really accessible. And it's whenever people see my feed, they're going to, they're just a click away from looking at my profile and seeing more about my creative firm. Exactly. And I mean, when people land on your page, you have three seconds to, you know, tell them what, who you are, what you're all about and what you do. So just make sure that's super clear in your bio and in your stories um, because you literally have less than three seconds and they, and it needs to be, uh, it needs to provide that information super quickly. So let me ask this dot. So I'm back to, back to pretending I'm the owner of this busy creative firm and I'm all grumpy and, and picky and demanding. And this is where I say, but dot, does <laughs> it actually work? Like, have you, have you seen your clients or people out there apply these principles and like, what kind of a difference can it make? Listen, social media is a value exchange. You only get what you put into it. Okay. So if you work hard and you put the consistency and the dedication in, you're going to get back what you put into it as long as you're doing it the right way, right? You could be doing all of these sit-ups the wrong way and you still don't have a six-pack by the summertime, but you need a a correct strategy that actually is effective and then you can get toned abs for the summer. It's like literally, I keep on using this analogy because it's like the best analogy in the world. It's literally, um, you know, why are people on social media 
grow, like they're creating companies that are completely digital. Um, it's, it really works. And, and I'm living proof of it. Well, you're making me laugh because I can't help but think that, well, if I, if I continue to be this owner, I would tell you, oh, okay, you, you just revealed the fact that I really have always thought that if we just produce great work, everything will take care of itself. All I have to do is post it and the rest is just going to happen. And this is that moment when I'm realizing, okay, okay, I know getting the work is the work. I have to show up. I have to put out content that's engaging, start this dialogue and this relatability and the authenticity and all that, <laughs> that you were, that you laid out in that strategy. <laughs> and but so I, it's just, like you said, I guess I have to wake up to the reality of, okay, if I want to get something out of this, I've got to put something into it. It's another way to grow your business. It's not the only methodology, but if you want to, inv- it's an investment, right? So if you want to yeah. um, invest and get a return on it, absolutely, you can. It's, it's, um, it's effective. So you mentioned earlier that you're doing uh, a course, which I know you and I have talked about off and on for maybe a year, which is very cool. And yeah, tell us a little about that. So I have a course coming out literally on March 11th is the pre-sale. So on March 11th, you will have two weeks to get my course at 50% off on domestica.com. It's one of the largest uh, creative e-learning platforms in the world. So this course actually only costs $40. Okay. I think it's like $39.99. Um, and so if you get it within the two weeks, you can get it for 50% off. So I'll make sure to send you and all of your fans, all your audience, the, a link, uh, for the promo. Um, so you'll get 50% off plus an additional 10% because you're Joel's friend. So there's really no, (laughs) you're very kind. (laughs) So there's no, there's no, like, there's like, literally it's such, you're going to get so much value just in learning. Uh, all of these six elements and how to formulate what you should be doing and talking about on social media. And if you need more support, uh, you know, there's a Facebook group and there's also uh, a WhatsApp group that we're opening up for engagement. So that that means once you join the course, uh, you'll have a group of social dragons supporting you and your posts that you're doing from the class. So that's really cool and exciting. That's something new that, you know, that's that I get to be a part of. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I bet you are. Well, I'm thinking back to when you and I were in Geneva and I remember you had a meeting with, it may have been PepsiCo or Nestle or someone. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's Procter and Gamble or one of those big giants. Yeah. Well, the reason I mention it is I remember the engagement that followed after that meeting was, we'll just say was a very sizable uh, engagement. Like there was a lot of value that you were going to be bringing that multinational company or whatever. So when I think of taking your course for a small fraction of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I, oh, absolutely. I'm like, sweet. (laughs) Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to check it out because that sounds really cool. I'm glad that the, the platform, what's the name of the platform again? That you're it's on. called Do- Domestica, D-O-M-E-S-T-I-K-A.com. Okay, Domestica with a K. Okay, well, I'm glad you're doing that because this is, it seems like this is that moment when the methodology that you've been 
bringing to your clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis now gets to reach a larger audience and has some scale to it. Exactly. So I'm really excited that I can help more people that want to learn about social media um, because you know, I, I've been doing this for, like I said, I've had Facebook since 2004. I, I've been actually promoting parties and on college campuses since 2004, just using social media. So I have a little bit of experience and I'm really happy I can share everything I know. Well, I'm going to say this too. I think anyone listening should follow you, find you on social media and follow you just to see how you how you post and how you engage and how you create conversations and all that, because it's, I've learned a lot from you just almost through osmosis or, uh, you know, organically <laughs> just being a fan of, of, of yours. So it's been cool. Likewise. Likewise. Well, cool. Well, Dot, I, um, I think this is a good moment to, to wrap it up. I want to say thanks so much for sitting down and, and, and joining me from, are you in Israel today? I, I forgot to even ask. Yeah, today I'm in Tel Aviv, Israel. Sunny, right. sunny well, Tel Aviv. For joining us. <laughs> I was going to say, where it must be uh, evening because where I am in the world here in the central time zone is afternoon. So it must be late there. It's almost 1030. It's all good. I sleep late. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for sharing the, uh, the Dragon strategy, but also just helping, I think, owners of small firms understand that it's not just oh, here are the strategies that some of the big brands and the multinational companies in the world use. But these are the same principles that apply to even small creative firms. So thanks so much for sharing all that. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. You've been listening to the Rev Thinking Podcast. For more information on upcoming accelerators, events, or to learn how RevThink advises creative entrepreneurs like you, connect with us at RevThink.com.